This is episode 8 of Gary's Gamer Podcast, and today we're going to discuss the all-important PlayStation meeting 2013 and what I thought of it. Hope you enjoy the show, guys. I'll see you on the other side. Episode 8 of Gary's Gamer Podcast has finally arrived, and the only thing on the agenda for us today is the PlayStation meeting 2013, which happened last night. It was a massive two-hour conference. I went to sleep at about half past three last night because of this damn conference. I didn't even realise how long it was going to be. Um, it was very long. I thought I thought it was going to be about, like I don't know, half hour. Half hour to an hour at least, but it ended up being a whole two hours worth of a conference. First off, we started off, well, basically, I had to find somewhere where the live stream was happening where I could watch it from my phone, because obviously my parents didn't know I was staying up quite late to watch this conference, and I didn't know whether we'd be able to watch it on YouTube the day after, so I, was like, I didn't have a choice whether to watch it live or not. So, in the end, I was watching the IGN pre-show last night, anyway, on IGN.com, so I thought, and they said that after the pre-show, if you can stay on, they'll, they'll be live-streaming the conference as well. So I thought I might as well watch the conference from there. Um, it was it was actually quite a good conference, and just as everyone predicted, they did unveil the PS4. The PS4 is on its way at last. It looks like an amazing piece of kit, I'm not going to lie. It looks like a massive, like, super, super computer. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. I love it. Right, let me just take a sip of tea. Because obviously I've still got my cold, but it should my podcast should sound ten, uh, ten times better because I do uh, have a pop filter like on my mic now, so you shouldn't hear the, all the uh, peas and the and all that, all the weird noises and stuff. But I will check it over. Let me just drink my tea because otherwise we're not going to get anywhere. There we go. Right. The first thing I've even got my own like podcast agenda open here because I'm like really organised and everything. Really organised. So right. Get up one note. Good old Microsoft one note. Right. The first important thing that I thought I'd better discuss with you actually is the new controller, the DualShock 4. It is it looks amazing. I'll post an image in the blog post related to this episode of the podcast. It's basically it's basically like yeah, I'm gonna get the DualShock three. Because uh, I've got a DualShock 3 controller right now. Uh, it's basically like you, 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 you have a DualShock, your DualShock 2s and your DualShock 3s. But instead of the Sony logo and the start of the select button uh, on the on the front, it's got a uh, it's got a lot like, of touch touchpad sort of thing where you can navigate certain navigate to certain things. I believe is what it's for. Um, they got a share button so literally you can stream live to YouTube while you're playing a game which I probably will do so a PS4 is definitely on my Christmas list when it comes around because they did say it would come out uh, in the holiday in the Christmas season 
of 2013. So, but as I'm in the UK, I'm probably going to get it a bit later than that. But honestly, if any of you watch the conference, please do comment with your thoughts and things like that. The DualShock 4 looks absolutely amazing. The whole console is outstanding, if I'm honest. It's absolutely just astonishing. Love it. Um, there's loads of specs that I don't really know the meaning of. I'll post the specs in the blog post related to this podcast, obviously. So, uh, and for all you uh, nerds out there and geeks who know, what, who know what they all mean, I'd actually love for you to comment with a translation into actual gamers, gamer language English. Seeing as us gamers aren't very intelligent when it comes to things like that. But the DualShock 4, I'll post a picture. Really good controller. Gonna really, really help the game experience overall, I think. And it's also got, uh, on the thumbsticks, it's got more more grips. A bit like the Xbox 360 controllers. But the only thing that annoys me is the fact that they've still got the analog sticks. They've got, uh... They still got them side by side. I prefer the Xbox version where they got uh, one one at the front of the controller and one to the side because you can easily get and the D pads where the where the PlayStation joys uh, analog sticks are, and you can easily get to the D pad, which I like about the Xbox. And uh, what what else is on the list? Let's have a look. I've literally got a live list going on right now. Right, games that were mentioned. I got a hot about. Ten games were mentioned last night, uh, and I've got a whole list of them in my one note here. So we've got Killzone Shadowfall from Grilla, Grilla Studios. Whether that's actually Killzone 4 or it's a prequel, I don't know, but it does look like an amazing game, and I will be getting it when it comes out, and I will give you a, a review. Actually, talking of reviews, if you go on my blog, there, well, not on my blog, on the website, gamersgamerpodcast.wordpress.com, you will see... A review of Modern Warfare 3 up there. Finally. So yeah, give have a look at that and see tell me what you think. So Killzone Shadow Fall from Grilla. Infamous Second Son from Sucker Punch. That look that game looks amazing. Absolutely outstanding last night. I was literally my parents were upstairs in the in their uh, loft bedroom and uh Basically, I was trying to stop myself from going, Yes, get in there, get in there. When they, when they, uh, when they said they unveiled a PS4 and some of the games that were that were announced last night, I was really tempted to just literally just run around the house screaming because it was such a really, really good development for Sony. I will get it from a second son, but what they've done. With from a second son, they've sort of introduced a new character that I think is in some way related to the original character of Infamous One and Two, and it's sort it's more of like uh, you're living in a you're living in a place where there's loads of security, like and then like this group of people with special the same powers that the guy from the original Infamous has, um, they rebel against it and. Um, and they like just like attack them and stuff like that with their special powers. Right, that looks like a amazing game. I will get it. And then we've got uh, a as yet an untitled Final Fantasy game from Square Enix. 
Um, I won't be getting Final Fantasy. I don't like Final Fantasy. Uh, I can't even say Fantasy. Don't like Final Fantasy. I think it's a boring game, but that's my opinion, obviously. Um, you got Diablo 3 from uh, Blizzard. I've never played any of Diablo games, so I probably won't get that game, to be honest. Because I'm not exactly sure what's involved. Destiny from Bungie. Destiny looked like a load of poo, if I'm honest. So I won't get it, but... I will probably just look at some gameplay videos to make sure that it's not that I'm not missing out on some massive opportunity. Right, here is a possible uh, com bit of competition uh, for Microsoft and for Forza. It's called Drive Club, and basically it is, it is a lot like Forza, but it's more like team-based racing sort of thing. Team-based racing and like. You can set challenges for your mates over uh, PlayStation Network and things like that. And they complete the challenges like within a certain amount of time. It can be this is literally what they said. It can be a a, a fifteen minute drag race or twenty second drag race, or it can be a whole weekend long twelve race tournament or whatever. And that game does look absolutely amazing. I'm not the best at driving games, so what I might do. I might get Joe, if you remember Joe, he used to be a my computer man, but he don't do the podcast with me anymore. Um, what I'll do, I'll probably get Joe to actually sit down and tell me what he actually thinks of the game, and I'll just write it into uh, review, review language sort of thing, and then I'll get him to give it a score out of 10, and I will give him credit for the review, I'll say it was reviewed by uh, Joe Cunningham, or my brother Joe. Whatever I want to call him when I can be bothered. The, the ultimate goon hyperactive Joe. Whatever, because he's got very hyperactive recently, which is he's mental. But Drive Club, it's from uh, the developer is Evolution, who developed Motorstorm. And Motorstorm is an amazing game as well. So, you know, high expectations. Right, and there's a game uh, developed by. Oh, I can't remember his name. Can't remember the guy's name, but I'll find it and put it in the blog post related to this, right to this uh, episode. Uh, basically, it's called Knack, and it's basically the way OPM described it, official PlayStation magazine described it, was. When I pull out my one note, it says, Think of it as uh, Ratchet and Clank crossed with Pixar. We, that is a pretty good uh, combination, to be honest. I haven't played Ratchet and Clank, but some of the Pixar games that come out are, uh, are pretty fun to play. They're not the best, like, when it comes to engineering and things like that, and overall storyline, but they are really fun to play sometimes. Like, um, the Cars game, the first Cars game that came out on PS2, that was a really fun game to play. I played it all the time. You literally, there's just this talking car that rode around just random places and done some races and stuff. It was it's a pretty good driving game, and I was actually quite good at it, considering. Uh, what else we got on the uh, on the list of games? Uh, we got uh, Destiny, Diablo 3, Drive Club. Uh, there's a game called The Witness. Basically, an open world puzzle game. I didn't like the look of the game. It's not it's not my type of game. Not my cup of tea. No pun intended, you know, I've got a couple of team with me today. It's not my, my sort of game. 
Uh, I've never really liked puzzle games. I think they're sort of boring and they're a waste of time. I do prefer action games like uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield and things like that. Uh, and obviously Killzone, which I will be getting, don't worry. Uh, what are they? And it is uh, developed by Jonathan... Jonathan Blow. Do not laugh at the last name. I did last night. I think it's a pretty weird last name, but there you go. Curse, curse the start of his generation if you really want, but he's actually a uh, really weird name. But he's a pretty good developer, apparently. He's got he's got uh, some very good uh, credentials when it comes to developing games. But I won't get the witness. I don't like the look of it. I don't think I'll be able to sit through it, to be honest. Let me just lean back a second, because this pop filter is literally projecting the heat from my mouth back at me, and it's really, really quite distracting, so I just need to lean back for a bit. Right, I'm back again. And no, I didn't edit it. Right, then you've got The Witcher 3, and they dis OPM described as The Wild Hunt Classic RPG Series hits PlayStation for the first time. So I don't know what that game what that game will entail exactly. I didn't really go into much detail. To be honest, I just spoke about what who developed the game and what somewhat what to expect from it. Um and then you got finally you got uh, Deep Down, which was developed by Capcom. Obviously you got the typical the typical sort of games like uh FIFA, possibly another COD, uh Grand Theft 6, which is probably, uh, Drive Club is probably a sort of free sort of game before GT6, because obviously GT6 isn't going to be ready yet, and they wouldn't announce it and then wait, uh, do another, do what they done last time and wait another like, six years, because I really don't want them to do. Um, so yeah, you've obviously got the FIFAs and the, the, all the other franchises that you expect to come out on the PlayStation. Also, Watch Dogs has been a. Uh, oh, my pop filter's moving. My pop filter's moving now. There we go. Watch Dogs has uh, been confirmed to be released for the PS4 as well, which is amazing news. Don't think it will come out for the PS4. No, PS3 now. Because uh, I don't. There's really no point. You might as well wait until the PS4 comes out. I was annoyed. I'm, a I'm actually quite annoyed at that because I've been looking forward to Watch Dogs, but I will literally just after the PS4 for Christmas or whatever. Um, there are some negative points to the PS4. Uh, actually, no, we won't talk about them yet. We'll go into, other, obviously, we'll go into other stuff about, the good stuff about PS4. Basically, there's, you can now do remote play with your PS Vita. So literally, the PS Vita Described, this is described by the people at the conference. The PS Vita is the ultimate companion for the PS4. I know it's quite annoying because if you go out and buy the PS4 plus some games and the Vita plus some Vita games, it's going to set you back quite a lot. Since the original, the uh, supposed price, this is not, the rumoured price is probably about uh, 350 uh, in US dollars. I don't know what that is in British pounds. But, you know, I'll find out. As soon as there's an, an actual price that's been uh, talked about, I'll let all of you know, obviously. Now, if, you, if you're in the US, 
and the PS4 is sold for $350, plus the Vita, which is probably about, I don't know, another 50 plus some uh, Vita games, which will probably set you back another 40 that's already quite a lot. I'm not going to do the maths, because I'm not doing maths in my half-term, because I'll, the whole point of half-term is a break, so, you know, um, you can do the math yourself if you really want, but I'm really not going to bother, because I really can't be bothered. But I do actually want the Vita. Don't get me wrong, I really want the Vita. Because it's ten times better than the PS4. No, not the PS4, what am I on? It's ten times better than the PSP and the PSP Go anyway. Everyone hated the PSP Go. I remember that. I went on a rant about it on the uh, old version of this podcast when I was young and I hadn't hit puberty yet, which was that was actually really entertaining listening back to them because my voice is that. I can't even go into how high my voice is now, but it was actually quite high and it was actually quite hilarious as well. But, you know, I did go around about the PSP Go, about what the hell, what, why are they bring out the PSP Go when they can't even get the PSP right. Those are my exact words. They didn't get the PSP or the PSP Go right. Luckily, they managed to, oh sorry, I've still got my cold, so you might hear me, like, clearing my nose sometimes. Uh, they've obviously hit, uh, hit the, uh, PS Vita now straight on the head for once. And it looks like an amazing piece of kit for handheld gaming for when you're on the go, like on the tube, on the way to work or whatever. Or walking up to school if you're really that bored. But I, would, I wouldn't play it walking up to school because you're probably knocking to somebody or walking through a lamppost. Or have a headache because sometimes when you walk and do stuff, like look down at your phone, it makes you feel a bit dizzy, makes you feel a bit sick. And you don't really want to go to school and chuck up outside. The uh, head teacher's office now, do you? That'd be the worst thing you could possibly do. It might get you sent home, but, you know, she'll probably, he or she won't forget it. So I wouldn't. But I'm definitely looking into getting the Vita eventually. When I've got the money. I'll definitely look into getting the Vita. Almost definitely. If I'm honest. Right, so that's the Vita and the whole remote play thing. Um, I've spoken about the ability to stream live. Also, what you can do, say you're playing, I don't know, uh, call, uh, playing a new Call of Duty game, and you're really, really stuck on, like, a really hard mission, right? And you, you try and try, and you're just like, right, I can't do this anymore. Can't do it. Literally, you can contact one of your mates on your friends list, who also has the game. Uh, look, mate, can I answer that? They go, yeah. So, basically... They, they'll be watching you play, but you can also do do something where they play the level for you. So they, they complete the level for you and then they give it, they resume control for you. They resume control back to you. I don't know whether you'll be able to take control back if something goes wrong, or if they try and, like, I don't know, steal, steal some stuff off your game or whatever, or delete your save. I hope you can do that, because I've got a few mates that have actually tried and delete my save, because they're really horrible. But that that'd be a really good feature for me because I'll get stuck on games. I'll get stuck on games constantly. Constantly get stuck on games all the time. And it's actually quite frustrating. Another thing you can do actually. Right, Christmas Day. Right, you've been sitting there playing playing a really good uh, really good game. 
you got to the boss, right, and then you run calls you for over for Christmas dinner. Usually, on a PS3, you have to find a save point or whatever, yeah? You have to find it, like, in the game. And if you haven't reached a save point, and it, uh, you, haven't save, you haven't been able to save it when you get to the boss, and you've always defeated the boss, and you haven't been able to, you can't save it, then tough, you'll have to do it all over again. Not with a PS4. Basically, you can make the, the PS4 is so powerful that you can put it in a low power state and it will literally, it will, it will literally, you won't even have to save the game, it will literally stop, stop the game, it will semi-turn itself off so to speak and then say like three days later you, you forgot all about it, forgot all about the game because you've got other stuff for Christmas, then you, three days later you remember, oh yeah, I need to defeat that boss, you can literally press X on the, on the DualShock 4 the PS4 will start up. The PS4 will start up, and boom! Literally, as soon as you, as soon as you go back on, you you're back where you was. You're back at the exact same point that you stopped to go and eat Christmas dinner, which is absolutely amazing. For me, other than live stream, that is one of the best bits of the PS4. It is so powerful, though. It is literally like some massive supercomputer. They've literally, they beat, X, they beat Microsoft to the punch, to be honest with this one. Unless Microsoft reveals some proper, like, massive console thing. And the Xbox 720 is like, it's not even from this planet, it's like from, like, Mars or whatever. Which isn't very likely. X, no, Sony have beat Microsoft to the punch. Right. Now, I'm going to talk about a possible rumour that's been going around about the PS about uh, the PlayStation in general. Apparently, Sony are planning to make PlayStation Network a service that you have to pay for. A bit like Xbox Live, basically. If they do that, I guarantee, I can literally guarantee you, they will lose so much, so much customers, so many people. They will also lose money in the long run. Obviously, they'll gain money if they want to pay, for, if people want to pay for it. But, the one thing, the one of the main things that actually sells the PS3 for as much as it does is the fact that online it is free and you don't have to pay for it. That is one of the reasons, that is my only argument at the moment against Xbox people. Oh, you have to pay for online, we don't. And they lose, they back down immediately because they know that's true and they know that I've won. And that's one of the, uh, well, probably until the PS4 comes out, the only reason that PlayStation is actually good is the fact that you don't have to pay for online. Um, but if they do say, right, you have to pay for a PlayStation Network now, they will lose so many customers and so they'll eventually lose so much money and they'll, obviously they won't go bankrupt, but they'll be very close to it and yeah, it'll be a massive mistake that they make. So, if anyone from Sony is listening, don't do it because you make a massive mistake and you'll realise it in the long run. Long run, rather. Right, there was something else good about the PS4 that I was going to talk about, but I actually can't remember what it is. Oh, yeah. Right. If you, like, on the PS3 at the moment, when you want to update, when you have to update a game, you can't do background downloads. You can't play the game while it's uploading. Updating, rather. Well, like, with the PS4, this is sounding so much like a sound pitch, but you know. Uh, but with the PS4, you can literally still be playing the game while it updates in the background. And then you can just go online when it's updated. 
that's another really good thing about the PS4 for me. A lot of the things that I said at the conference last night made me want to go and pre-order a PS4, but I don't have the money for it, so I can't. Right. I've got a really bad cold and it won't go away. It's starting to annoy me. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Have I got anything else to talk about? No. Right, so that is the... It, overall, the PS4 is amazing. And the PS3, obviously, there won't be any cut... There won't be any back compatibility, so you won't be able to play PS3 games on the PS4. But you can uh, stream PS3 games through the cloud. Ah, that's another thing. I wonder if that might fit out, I don't know. Yeah, it does look weird. That's another thing. Um, if, uh, no. If you've been following the news, uh, over the, since, like, December last year, you know that Sony bought cloud-based service, Gaikai. I ever want to say it. Gaki, Gaikai, whatever. And they have, that, them doing that has enabled them to introduce cloud-based gaming to the PS4. So you can, you can literally, if you want to download a game, it will literally download the demo, like the first, like, I don't know, so much, ever so much, like, kilobytes or whatever, um, for you to play as a demo. And if you want, if they decide, if you decide you want to buy the game for full, it, it goes for an option, and pre- yeah, I want to buy the game for full. And you can continue playing the demo, and yet again, the rest of the game downloads in the background. So you can play a demo, and if you want it, you can carry on playing it, it'll download the rest of the game in the background. Obviously, you'd have to pay for it, but if it's a good game, it'd be worth the money. Gaikai, them buying Gaikai is probably one of the best moves they've made, like, the whole time that the PS3's been out. The whole time that the PlayStation's been around in general. Right, I'm actually going to shut up now and leave you in peace. And I will see you next Monday at the same spot for Gary's Gamer Podcast. We'll be back to normal with gaming news and whatever. And me rambling on about life as usual. Right. Peace out and happy gaming, guys. Cheers.